Thank you for tuning in to Lexington Road Ministries podcast. We're so thankful that you chose to stop by. We hope you enjoy today's message. But so I was with the high school group and we're just sitting there and, uh, and, and, and the Lord kind of laid it on my heart in that moment because see all of these kids uh, or young adults really, they have questions. See, that's one of the things that, that we so easily tend to do is to, to look over the fact that, see, we just want to pour the gospel into them and, 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 and let them figure it out and, you know, let the Lord do what the Lord does. Well, the Lord has actually sent us to actually help do what the Lord does. And so we actually have to be an ear that is willing to hear what they have to say, but what they have to ask. See, because whenever I, I opened myself up, because it was, you know, and I let them know, I was like, I'm not giving you any answers at all tonight, because I, I just want to know, what are the questions that you've got? And so they, be, I mean, they begin, I mean, you would think with some high schoolers in, in this day and age, like, I mean, they probably don't even read their Bible. Most of them actually read their Bible a lot more than you think they do, uh, because technology is in front of them, and, uh, and they do, re, I mean, they read a scripture a day. Some of us don't even read a scripture a day. They read a scripture a day, and they're pouring more word of God into their life than, than you actually think they are. But some of the questions that I got, because, you know, I was expecting maybe some kind of trivial questions, uh, but some of the questions I got was, why did the devil become a snake of all animals? I'm like, you know that he became a snake? Man, all right, we're making progress here. Why do people question God? Well, that's deep. Why do miracles only happen for some people? I mean, these... See, whenever you begin to ask, just say, what questions do you have? What you begin to do is, is you get right down, you allow them to open up. And while, while their question, they may not tell you everything that's going on in their life, their question will. They're, what, what, what they're facing and what they have in their mind and what's, what's going on in their life, their question that they give to you will, will give you a little bit of, of a, a kind of a, 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 a crack in, in the curtains to where you begin to get a glimpse of inside the home why do people break promises? Why do people break? I mean, it's, so it's, they didn't just come up with that on their own. This, was a, this is a legitimate thing that they're, they have in their mind. But the one question asked multiple times in, in kind of a variety of ways was one simple question. And it's the age-old question. It's the question that, that I mean... People asked it when I was a kid, and I'm sure as soon as you hear it, they'll say that they asked it when I was a kid as well. And that is, why do bad things happen to good people? Does it make sense? I mean, it's a, it's a, and, you know, and honestly, I mean, uh, the Word of God gives me all kinds of all kinds of things to to to, to give me comfort and to give me peace. But let me let me just answer you. Uh, let me let me answer this question for you the way that I answered it for them on Wednesday night, and it is just this simple answer. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know why why bad things happen to good people, and 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 I, I don't know why why. It, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me on some of the things that some people that I know and that I love, on things that they walk through, I don't know. But here's what I'm able to say. Here's what I do know. 
See, I, I know that I have a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So when it's all breaking loose in my life, I, I know that I, 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 have a, I have a friend who sticks closer than a brother. When it's, when it's all crashing down in life and I just don't get it and it doesn't make sense and I don't understand it, here's what I do know, that I have a father who cares. Here's what I do know, that I have a creator who created me just as he said in Esther for such a time as this, to walk through what I'm walking through. I was created for this moment. Here's what I do know. I have a, I have a cleft in the rock. Here's what I do know, that I have shelter in the storm. Here's what I do know. I have one that I can call upon his name and that he would incline his ear to me and he would hear me when I pray. When I say, God, I don't understand and I don't know why this is happening. He lets me know that he's there. See, his word says that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will be with you always, even until the end of the age. It would have been awesome if, if that scripture was, I will be with you always, even until the end of the age. And it is, and he it put a comma and then said, and it's all going to be great. And it's all going to be wonderful. And it's all going to be awesome. And it's, it's up, man, but from the time that, that you accept me until you arrive in glory, man, this is going to be great. But he doesn't say that. He just says, I will be with you always. In the high moments of your life, I'll be there. And in the low moments of your life, I'll be there. When, when, they've, when they've pushed you and knocked you down, I'll be there. When they've given you the promotion, I'll, I'll be there. When, when they're wrapping their arms around your neck because they love you, I'll be there. When they're spitting on you and cursing you, I'll, I'll be there. It says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of the age. So why do bad things happen to good people? I, I don't know. But what I want us to begin to look at this morning is there's a pass, the passage of Scripture that we've chosen to start this series on and just begin to talk about in student ministries is 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and starting in verse 7. Just let me read, read that for you this morning. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. One translation says for uh, we are affected or hard pressed in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Let's look at that for a moment. It's, it's an interesting scripture because whenever I'm thinking about why do bad things happen to good people, what the Lord knew, but when he divinely inspired this, 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 this word of God, this, this book that we read and we live our lives by, he knew that we would have this question of why do bad things happen to good people? Why, why do bad things happen to people who, who served God their entire life faithfully and, and, and they're, they're taken out of this world in a car accident? Why, 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 do, why, do the, why do the loved ones of people who have just simply given everything that they have, why do they go through the things that they go through? He knew that we would have these questions. He knew that, that, that this would resonate in our minds and in our hearts and, until he returns. And, and he knew that he, he's probably got an answer so, so simple that it would blow our minds. But, but it's at the end of the day, he, he gives us a glimpse into the answer to it. And it's just simply this. Time out. Does anybody got those scriptures that whenever you read them, it just gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling inside? Like that it's, it's that, that go-to, like, like for me, I had a season in life to where that scripture was be still and know that I am God. We have that scripture all over our house. You know, we, we, man, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. 
You know, it's, it, we, we have those scriptures that, man, when I read them, it invigorates me. It gives me the strength that I need to carry on for another day. It, it gives me what I need in that moment. And it just, man, it, it causes me to just, just straighten my back up and, and you know, just clean my face and let's, let's go. Let's tackle this day. Let's do what, what we need to do today because we got the power of the Lord behind us. But then you have those scriptures that there's no warm, fuzzy feeling. There's, there's, no, there's no feeling that whenever I read it, I'm just like, but Lord, why? That it answers the question, but, but it still leaves you with the question of, of why. And it's, we read in Matthew, he says that it rains on the just and the unjust alike. So there's your answer. When the farmer who has prayed for rain for, for his crop that has faithfully followed Jesus, pursued Jesus, given everything he has to Jesus, and it begins to rain on his crop, guess what? It rains on the farmer who's right next door that, 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 that hasn't ever even accepted Jesus in his life, maybe an atheist, but he's, he's farming the same crop. Well, guess what? It's raining over there too. Uh, unless it's like one of, one of our, our young ladies said, you know, it's like in gospel, unless God wants to show off and just like stop the rain on the property line, he can do that. I'm like... Yes, he can do that, but the scripture is it rains on the just and the unjust alike, and there's our answer. So it doesn't make sense to me, and it still leaves me with the question of why, and it still leaves me pondering it at times, but, but Juan, here's what the word also says. It, it gives me some, some more instruction. The apostle Paul, whenever he writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, See, he, he begins this, this scripture out very interesting to me because, see, the Apostle Paul at this point is, has, been, has been beaten. He's been, he's been stoned. He's, <coughs> he's walked through the, the mess. He's walked through, I mean, a guy who once persecuted and kills Christian, killed Christians was, is now, I mean, just simply just accepting all of this to his body for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, I mean, it's actually assumed that whenever Paul, before Paul died, that, that I mean, he actually, I mean, he walked with a limp and, and hunched over like this and was, was almost completely blind. I mean, just, for, just because of what his body endured for the sake of the gospel. So the apostle Paul, I believe that he was so divinely inspired in this and that whenever he writes this, this passage, he, he begins verse eight with the word we. And which, and I don't know about you, but I find that interesting because if I've, so, I mean, I'm, I'm human. I'm, you know, at times I find myself carnal and I have to catch myself and, and I find myself being very selfish. And so he, the apostle Paul could have, could have written, you know, with everything that I have endured for, for I, I mean, let's just read, because if you change one word in this, it changes the entire trajectory of the scripture. He says, if I am afflicted in every way, I am not crushed. If I'm perplexed, I'm not driven to despair. If I'm persecuted, I'm not forsaken. If I'm struck down, I'm not destroyed. It changes, it changes everything about it. And because then the, 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 the people like us, centuries later, who begin to read this word, if we would have read the word I, then we would have just assumed that Paul was talking about himself and it didn't actually apply to me. And so the Lord knew that whenever he divinely inspired this word whenever he, he gave this to Paul that that word we was so important. That, that word and that was, was so important for us to, to, to be able to read that and understand that and take that in because what Paul does is that he now takes the possibility of it being an inwardly focused scripture on himself that he is 
He's talking about us as the body of believers, including himself. And so why do bad things happen to good people? Man, I don't know. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. But here's, here's what I do have. The word of the Lord gives me a promise that, that even though I'm afflicted, I am not crushed. See it? I mean, he, he lets you know. Like, I mean, it's, it's, you're going to have moments of trial. You're going to have moments of struggle. See, when we look at the, that word afflicted, whenever, I mean, for, for followers of Christ, I don't understand why we, we have to deal with some of the things that we deal with. I mean, people that, that I know that, I mean, it's, are, are some of the most faithful people that I know. And I'm not even talking about, uh, about being faithful and giving. I'm talking about being faithful and just simply following Jesus day in and day out. When they wake up in the morning, he's the first thought that they have. And, and anytime you try to speak negative to them, they will look at you and be like, hey, I, I love you, but you need to go because you're not going to affect my faith. You're not, you're not going to hinder me. You're not going to stand in my way. I've got something I'm, I'm striving for. I have something that I'm, I, I'm pushing towards. And so you're not, you're not going to stand between me and my healing because of your negative talk. And so, I mean, these are faithful people that I know and that are walking through. And so I don't know why they're afflicted. I don't know why every time I turn around that the word cancer just seems to be pushed into my ear that this one has cancer, that one has cancer. And it's, it's not even just the old, it's the young, it's the infant, it's the teenager. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. But here's what I do know, that even though we are afflicted on we're afflicted on every side we got everything coming at us we got everything coming against us the world looks at us and says why don't you quit why don't you give up why don't you let go why don't you just walk away from it and he says no you will not be crushed you may be put under pressure you you will not be crushed so why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know. It rains on the just and the unjust alike. But here's what, here's what I have to tell you is that, that for we have these jars of clay and, and they're filled with the treasure of the gospel of Jesus Christ. They're filled with, with the presence of the Lord. And so while, while the jars of clay out there may, may not be filled with anything that, that would be any, of any value or of any worth, here's what I have. I may look like just a normal jar of clay. I may look like just something that is worthless, something that you just use for a specific job and then you toss it out. I may, I may look just like them, but what's inside of me, what, what I have well and get it. What I have inside of me is very different than, than, than what they have and what, what they, what they have inside of them. What I have inside of me has healing power in it. What I have inside of me is that whenever all hell is breaking loose in my life and hell is coming at me as hard as it can come, I can just simply stand and say, you know what? You, you coming at me, you're pressing me, you're pushing me, you're trying to knock me down, but here's, here's the truth of the gospel. I will not be crushed. I've got strength that only comes from the Lord. Uh, everything that I have is from him. I don't have any ability at all to wake myself up in the morning. I don't, there's nothing about me that gives me the ability to do anything that I have the ability to do. It is all him. If we would come to that understanding and come to that knowledge, then we would just simply begin to understand and to know that this is just an old clay jar. A jar that has many purposes, a jar that has, has many uses. But unless you actually put something in the jar, the jar is useless. So we have this treasure in jars of clay. So we're afflicted. 
he had not crushed. Why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know. It rains on the just and the unjust alike, and, and it perplexes me. Just like the word of God says, and, and he says, you know, is it perplexed? but not driven to despair. See, I, I have things that whenever, whenever I look at the things that, that some of you are going through, <clears throat> you all share a lot, of, a, a lot of your life with us and, and we don't always have the answers. We don't have the answers for our own life sometimes and we don't have the answers for your life sometimes. And, but at the end of the day, it's, it's this. While we may not have the answers, and while we may, we may not know why you're walking through what you're walking through, because I also want you to understand that, I mean, our family, we, we have walked through a lot these last few years, but that does not minimize what you're walking through as well. I want you all to know that it doesn't minimize what you're walking through as well because you have things that you face every day that, that are totally different than what we may face, but they just seem insurmountable at times. It seems, it seems like I, you don't have the financial means to get through it or, or you, just, you just don't understand why it's, why it's happening right now. I mean, everything was going so good and, and it just doesn't make sense on why what you're going through is happening, why the doctor gave you the prognosis that he's given you. Why, it doesn't make sense on why you're having to deal with the things that you were trying to keep behind closed doors because you don't want anybody to know that anything's wrong. It doesn't make sense. And it perplexes you. It confuses you. It doesn't make sense to you. Why would a, a merciful God allow me to walk through this? Damn, well, I don't know. It's the, the most honest answer that I can, like I said, this wouldn't be a shouting message. This is the most honest answer that I can give you this morning because we need to understand the truth of God's word and that, that if the apostle Paul walked through it, if the apostle Paul walked through the persecution, if the apostle Paul, one who, who, who was radically saved by the gospel, if he had to walk through it, man, it, I'm no different. It's just my persecution is going to be a, maybe a little different than what he did in that time. So I don't know. But here's what I do know. In those moments where I'm perplexed, in those moments where I can, I'm confused, in those moments where what I'm walking through, it doesn't make sense. And when those moments where I, I just don't go, my prayer is just why? Why, Lord, why? This doesn't make sense. Why am I facing this? I've done everything right. Why? And there's, there's, there's no just simple why, Lord? No, it's from your heart. It's from the, the bottom of your soul of just yelling, why I don't get it. He says, I have a promise. While you may be perplexed, you do not have to be driven to despair because I'm reminded of the scripture that his ways are not my ways and his thoughts are not my thoughts. And you know, I mean, if, if he was to re reveal to me the things right now, I wouldn't understand them. They wouldn't make sense. So I just have to trust him. And so I have to understand that, that I'm not driven to despair because I have someone to lean on. I have someone to cling to. I, I, I may not understand it and I may not get it. And, and I can take all of my burdens and all of my cares and, and every cry of my heart to the Lord. And I can get up and walk away not having an answer from anything but I can get up and walk away knowing that I have an advocate with the Father. 
that I don't have to be in despair because, because I, have, I have an advocate. I have, I have a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I have a father. I have, I, I have everything that I have need of it when I need it because, because I have him. And so why I don't understand it, I'm not driven to despair in this moment just simply because I have him. For I have this treasure and this old clay jar that it don't look like much. But what's inside of it is far more valuable and precious than gold. What I have inside of it, I, I want to share with the world. What I have in, inside of this old clay jar, I want to let the world know that, that, you know what, they come at me just, you know, the bad things happen to me just like they happen to you. But, but here's what I've got that's different. I've got, I've got the Father inside of me. I've got the power of the Holy Spirit inside of me. I've, I've got, I've got, a, I've got the, 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 the blood-saving gospel inside of me. I, my life is covered. Here's what I have in this old clay jar. We're going through the same thing. We're walking through the same thing. You don't know him. I do. Let me help you understand the treasure that is inside of me can be inside of you. And so I don't have the answers. I don't have the correct answer to give you all the time, but here's what I can tell you. If you will just grab on to what I have, if you will grab on to the glory of this gospel, if you will grab on to this treasure that is inside of me, you've got a friend, you've got an advocate, you've got one that you can cling to. When all hope seems lost, you've got a savior. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Loretta, if you would come. I, I'm not long this morning. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not forsaken, or not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. It's the promises of God that we have and what we walk through and what we face. And while we all have questions, we all have questions that burn inside of us and we don't always have the answer and to answer this question of why do bad things happen to good people man I just I don't know it rains on the just and the unjust alike and maybe whenever I get there and I'm able to spend some time with the Lord and and I just sit in, in all of his glory if this even comes to mind I might ask him why but I'm sure that I won't even be thinking of it then Shauna If we jump down to verse 17, for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And that's the promise. It's the promise that you won't be crushed. It's the promise that you don't have to be in despair. It's the promise that you'll never be forsaken. It's, it's, it's the promise that you'll not be destroyed. It's, it's the promise that all of this, I promise, is for a reason. I know that what you're walking through right now is the most difficult thing that you've walked through to date, but it's for a reason. It's for a purpose, and you have the word of the Lord to stand on. You just simply just cry out to him. I know it doesn't make sense, but you have a father to cling to. You have a father to cling to. 
So if you would stand. for an altar call. Here's what I want us to do. Just bring your burdens to the Lord. I just want you to come and just simply just talk to him about what's going on in your life and what you're facing. Everybody has something going on in life. Huh? So I just want us to come and just simply just talk to him. Just begin the conversation and just begin with the statement of, Lord, I don't understand why I'm walking through this. Help me understand or help me get through because I can't hang out here long. I need you more now than ever and, and just begin to just live and stand upon the promises of the Lord.